Just a quick heads up for Roster Watch Nation, we've brought a sports betting podcast here to the feed. This is the Algo 5-Pick Podcast featuring the value index tool for Roster Watch Premium members who are interested in sports betting. It's hosted by Can't Miss Mitch, who you've heard on the SiriusXM show. He's the creator of the Value Index Tool, a.k.a. the Algo. It's him and it's his boys, Brad and Peter the Irish Guy. This is a sports betting podcast that we've brought to the Roster Watch feed, and our hope is that the podcast will provide context and some kind of human interpretation of what the Algo, which is hit at a, I mean, a 58 to 62% clip across all games, over the last half decade historically but what the algo might be pointing us toward in the betting markets so you can get access to the algo's weekly picks for every game along with betting volume versus money insights the prop finder tool all the stuff we talk about on the radio show you can find all that and more with a premium membership at roster watch and so for now let's hand it off to the algo boys and can't miss mitch What's up, guys? Week eight. I'm sitting here with my co-host as always. Meet the Irish guy who's recently married, buddy. Congratulations from everybody at Bet the Algo, the entire cast, production team. Everybody is super excited for you. How you feel? Yeah. Awesome. Um side note, getting married does not improve your NFL picking uh, ability and game ability. In fact, I had my worst week. So I guess it's time for the course. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe you can retire like mad dog Russo again. Wow. Yeah. That was a pretty uh, spectacular night last night in the baseball and um, his comments, but no, it, it was a good, it was a good wedding, very small, personal, um, NFL wise, I, week seven, I'm pretty happy with how week seven went. We're back to winning ways with the algo, huh? Um, it, it feels like that. I thought a couple of observations I had every primetime game hit yeah, three, three and oh. Jacksonville yeah. score the margin of victory. The algo had 7.55, was the top rated play, and they won by seven points. Actually, the top three. By value index, all one. We love that. We love that. Yes. Uh, Seven and six on the week. Um, 54%. We like that. Back to back after back to back losing week. So we're, we're back on the good side. You, you, you mentioned it with the primetime games going three and oh. In the one of the primetime games, it nailed Minnesota's total points with 22, um, San Fran scoring 17. I thought that was pretty cool. The other game it nailed in terms of teams' output was the Giants. Giants at fourteen, and uh, they winning four. That was a shocker, seven. by the way. That yeah, was, a was a shocker of a game. Was a bit of a shocker of a game, which we can touch on when we get into it. The, the other thing to add: the pro package, those extra couple of games. The pros got two and one in those extra games, so that's always nice for those boys. Um, but it felt good from a personal standpoint. Mitch, after deciding I wasn't going to fade, after three weeks of fading myself with a winning record, I went back to being inside my own brain 
and I've gone five and ten and three and ten. A whopping eight and twenty over the last two weeks. It's just a disaster from my side. You had a good week, seven and six, just like the algo. Um, so you you back in the green after kind of similar two weeks to the algo. So I need a big turnaround here, get the season back on track. But hey, the good news is we're only into week eight. We got so much football to go. So much question. Was the algo solo? We had a trend here last week where you identified the algo being solo going 10, three and one 77%. So essentially uh, you and I, and if we have a guest on, we would go against the algo. The algo was on an Island say, and we would look at the algo and say, uh, what are you thinking? Which is pretty remarkable because we watch a lot. The algo has never seen a football game, just the output. And we think it's crazy. And then it's 77%. Yeah, it's remarkable. Um, 77%. And that's enough. That's four. That's, you know, 13 games, 14 games of data that we have there. So 10 and three, it's pretty impactful. The other thing that's being sneaky now, it's not a lot of games, but when you go against the algo and against me, you're five and out. And what game was that last week? Last week there was one game. The Steelers that happened, and it was no this the Pittsburgh, LA game was the the it had the Rams as well. Right, and you, I did, and oh okay, you no, were, no, you were the alone. game that 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 happened in was Baltimore Detroit, mm. and you had Baltimore. You were on the right side of it. That was the only game last weekend. I think so I that's like okay. Yeah, that's something to watch out for. The other thing that's awesome: primetime plus top five package, 27, 23, and four, 54 percent. The primetime games are at 55 percent on the season. And things are looking are looking rosy there. So a couple of things. That's awesome, by the way. We are winning for those uh, two packages, uh, which, you know, the primetime. Guys, if you're interested, this is our free three. And if you're interested in getting all the data or at least parts of the data, more than the free three, the primetime games, 55%, some good value there because that's 30 bucks uh, a month. And then the primetime, that's a good one. That's 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 60 bucks. And then the pro package, uh, I think we've got 76. So if you're in a pick'em league, I think that could definitely help you cap games. I'm curious to know, and we haven't done this, we got to go back to the data because we've included everything, but there are a lot of losses that are under a half a point of value. A lot of those games flip. We had two games that flip, it went one on one. Uh, it flipped from New England to Buffalo early in the week. The line went from eight and a half to seven and a half. So that line moved and then uh, in against the algo and then the flip also picked to Atlanta. And so there's been a lot of those games. I am curious next week. I'm curious if we extracted those last two games or the games that were under a half a point of value, where would we be overall? Because if the data is trending that way, we're just not going to include games there because we don't want people taking them. But, you know, look, we're a data service. We're not here to tell you, um, look, if, 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 you, you can be a smart man and use that data and say, you know what, that's just there's not a lot of value there. And, you know, 
it's a wishy-washy game. So I'm going to lay off. There are other games uh, to pick from, but um, you don't have that data, Pete, do you? No, we'll get it for next week. It's pretty easy for us to get to an eliminate at, at those games, and we'll see what the overall record looks like. So uh, one thing before we jump in, last week, uh, actually for Q3, uh, what's going on in the Circa? Because I think this is something very fun to follow. Very fun. So last week for our pros, we we put our Circa 5 up there. And really, honestly, the intent is to go, you know, three and two, like we do every week. I mean, that's that's kind of the formula. Hey, let's just plug along 60%, 60%, and then maybe get a couple four and ones. Do not have a two and three, one and four, oh and five. Please do not. But we managed to go, I managed to pick of all the algo games, the first two weeks of the quarter, I went 0 and 10. I managed to literally pick every loser, not one winner, which is an impossible feat to do. So week three comes, I tried to essentially fade the algos. So whatever I liked best to go 5 and 0, I just picked opposite and tried to go 0 and 5. And of course, I went 2 and 3, which would be if you were on the other side and tailing the algo, you would have been three and two. We're happy with that. But let me tell you something. We are tied for last place right now with 21 other teams. And I've got a good feeling. I need, I need the help. We need the help of the Patreon fans out there. Anybody that listens, shoot us a DM and let us know your favorite fade the algo or your favorite lock to lose because i i want to know because we really need to go oh and five this is the week pete we are we are there we see the finish line this is twenty five thousand dollars that the circus sports million offers for the last place and if we tie we got to cut it up now that number is crazy because to make twenty five thousand dollars for the entire season you got to come in 24th so this is a big this is a big time big Maybe. time week. There's a very easy way for us to get either own 5 or 1 and 4. Just fade you. I've given you 20 losers in the last 2 weeks. Many of those, most oh, yeah. all of them I'm sure are fading the algo. So we just pick 5 of my games that are fading the algo pick and there's your 5 losers. Okay, I I like where this is going. I also do want to hear from the folks. Shoot us a DM and let us know your auto loser. Auto loser. Tell us. We want to know. Uh, all right. We've got three games naturally for the free three. P. anything in the NFL, by the way, before we get there that we want to cover? No, the NFL is, as we said, there's not a whole lot of drama. I don't feel like going on outside of Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes. What I will say is, Halloween is coming up this weekend. Myself and my wife, we're trying to figure out, we've got a party that we're going to on Saturday, what we're going to go as. We came up with an idea for Saturday night. She's going as Taylor Swift. I'm going as Brittany Mahomes. And that that's that's going to be our costume. I mean, that is, that's amazing. <laughs> How much self-tanner are you going to wear? I, I don't know, but, it, it, you know, Brittany Mahomes gets a, rough time she's definitely the less less attractive one in in that couple so it's pretty perfect that i'm going as her i got my blonde wig today i have a nice red vest and white long sleeve turtleneck ready i'm ready 
I think it would have been better if you went as Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have to shave then for that. And yeah, we don't want to do that. Maybe the least likable guy of all time on, on social media. Uh, well, let's get into it. First game, I'm going to start with the lowest value here for uh, week eight. We're going to go with the Jets and the Giants playing in their respective home fields. I can't remember the last time that they've played. Has this happened often? Uh, I'm, I'm very curious about that, but uh, this line is at three points. The G-Men's D coming off two very good performances last two weeks, giving up just 14 points to Buffalo. And then, uh, I'm sorry, they gave up only seven points uh, to the commanders. So uh, really just averaging 10, stepping up big. So where is this coming from? They're off. Is this all on the uh, back of of their quarterback? No, it's not really. If you want, I watched all of that Buffalo game with New York two weeks ago, and it was the first time that their defense showed up and played really, really good football. And it was amazing. It was a game where the commentators. It was the Monday night game, and Joe Buck and Troy Aikman were talking about how poor the defense had been, and they looked fantastic that game. They were flying around. They kept the Giants in it. It was 14-9 it ended. It looked like they were going to win. Then they come back and back it up, holding the commanders who've scored a lot of points to seven points. So that's two weeks in a row um, of playing really good football. So I don't know what it is or what's clicked there, but something has clicked because they're not the same defense that we've seen uh, so far. They're playing a whole lot better. And listen, you talked about the QB that was going to be, you know, starting for them, Tyrod Taylor. He's serviceable. He's won games. He's, you know, he's, he's I think he's won a playoff game or two, maybe. Like, he's a decent quarterback and he knows, listen, he knows what he, the things that he can't do and he, what can he not do? He can't turn the ball over. And he managed to kind of do that. We know you're not going to get magic from him, but he's good enough to win games. And the Jets on the other side on a week off, right? They had the bye week. So they're going to be coming in healthy. You're right in saying this matchup doesn't happen a lot because it doesn't. This is It always happens in the preseason. It's always like their last preseason game. Never really regular season do they meet AFC, NFC. Obviously, just when the division meets, which is this year, right? Um, be, us being Patriots fans, we know we're, that, that we're playing that division this year. But... It's an interesting game. I re I still don't trust the Giants in continuing this fantastic defensive play just yet. The Jets off of bye week, this should have given them a lot of time to game plan. I think the Giants are really going to struggle still offensively against this Jets defense. I think they're fantastic. I love the Jets in this spot. Even though it's 3-3, three, three feels like a lot I prefer a two and a half, but give me the New York Jets. What I'm seeing is the head-to-head -head matchup. According to covers.com, uh, they've played four games, and it's a pretty even matchup, two to two. I've got to imagine that they've played more than that. I have to, but that's what covers says. So, uh, look, Jets, they're ranked seventh in positive turnover margin at just under one plus 0.8. Uh, I think 
they can force some turnovers here and particularly get after uh, this week, New York Giants offense. Um, the Giants have a negative turnover margin. They're ranked 26, so they really aren't doing anything great on the other side of the ball. For some reason, I think uh, that extra week is going to give them an advantage. The Jets have been outstanding in the red zone. They're only allowing a touchdown 36.84% of the time. That's ranked fourth in the league. The Giants defense, they're struggling in the red zone. They allow touchdowns 58% of the time. I think it's going to be enough. And I'm with you. I've got to go with the G-men. I'm sorry, with the Jets here. The algorithm, 19.1 Jets, Giants 14.64. Kind of feels right. You're getting just under a point and a half of value on the Jets. This one feels good. The I may think about putting the Giants in the circa for a loss. The Giants are two and five against the spread. So uh next game. Guys, by the way, if you want all the data, patreon.com slash bet the algo, all the different packages. Come on over. We'd love to have you. Oh, by the way, I wanted to mention, did you see yesterday I started dropping the NBA model picks. So I did see that. Yep. I was thinking that maybe we drop. I can't do this every day, by the way, because it's a, they play every day. The NFL is a few days a week. Right. The NBA, so many games every single day. Uh, I'll do my best, but I was thinking about including this in the pro package. What do you think yeah. about that? Yeah. And include pick, you know, whatever that day's games are when you post the pro package and say, here's five NBA games or whatever it is. Yeah. Great idea. Yeah. That's what, I, that's what we were thinking. Uh, Houston at Carolina, Carolina, I believe is coming off a buy as well. Yeah. Both and Houston, two teams off buys from. Wow. Okay. Those were the, all the three, there were three teams on buys. It was all three, the jets, Panthers, uh, and Houston. Uh, I don't know if that helps anybody. Perhaps it helps uh, Carolina the most, I would think. Uh, this line is Houston laying three. Total is 43 and a half. By the way, Carolina 0-6. Do they get their first win here at home? That's the only thing I've been thinking about in this game. Is this the game where... Bryce Young gets his first win, um, and I'm sorry it's not. They're not there yet. They're not ready to win, especially against this Houston team. This Houston team is pretty good. These quarterbacks are in different places. Stroud looks very, very confident. He looks confident in his, in his team and his weapons. More importantly, this game is going to come down to the defenses. Houston Texans have a good, solid defense. They're top 10 in points against. On the other hand, Carolina are the worst defensive football team in the league when it comes to points per game, which is pretty amazing to say that considering that we're only through seven weeks and the Denver Broncos gave up 70 in a game. That's how poor Carolina are. So this game will come down to, it'll probably be relatively close for large parts, 
But the Carolina defense isn't good enough to hold out this Houston team who are feeling pretty good, who've got some good weapons. I love Houston in this spot. Carolina, this is an interesting stat because for a young quarterback, I think you want him to manage the game. But what Carolina has done, they throw the ball fairly frequently. 64% of the time, they are throwing the ball. That's ranked fourth. I don't think that's the strategy. Well, it's not. But when you're behind the whole time, you have to. It's like just a matter of them being down and not being able to hand the ball off. Sure. You're right. Um, the Texans, however, they do have a defensive weakness primarily against the pass. They're allowing 245 pass yards per game. That's ranked 26. So I actually think there is a potential to exploit uh, this Texans D. Question is, do they bend, not break? The other thing, by the way, Carolina, they've got a fairly low interception rate, 1.66%. That's ranked 7th. So with that and the amount of times they throw and the fact that Houston's defense ranks pretty low with respect to their interception rate or their opponent's interception rate, I think there might be a potential for Carolina uh, to squeak out a win here. I'm going to go with with Carolina. I don't know if they win this game. I could also see this game being a push. I could see this game being a push. Um, But I'm leaning Carolina here. This is a lean. However, the Algo has Houston winning 20.82 Carolina 19.74. You're getting just under two points of value on the Panthers. Let's see. Let's see, Algo. Come on through. Uh, last game for the free three before we move on to our prime time. We'll do the prime time. We'll do the top five after that. And we'll get to the pros. So if you want to hear more, you know where to find us. The Saints at the Colts who got absolutely robbed last week. Before I tell you the line, did you watch the end of that Cleveland-Indianapolis game? I did, yeah. It it was unfortunate. And I heard Jim Irsay coming out talking about how he he got got an apology from the the league for some of the refereeing decisions. But so is life. Um, But, yeah, they got robbed. Great game. What do you think? that the NFL has to do. They talked about it today on PTI. Wilbon had the take that they should incorporate the college football rules where if it's under two minutes, it goes to the eye in the sky. I don't understand the problem with that. Why? Why not do that? It seems very logical and reasonable outside of just getting the outcome correct. That's all I care about. He brought up the point about how Vegas has all this money on, on the line. That's irrelevant. Yeah, these, these, these players, play. it should be called correctly. That's all, period. It's pretty irrelevant, yeah, the, the Vegas thing. Yeah, there's that's a simple, simple little change they can make and to add that. But at the end of the day, Mitch, it's just like things that are going on in in the world of soccer as well at the moment. They're referees, and a lot of these things are subjective, and they're humans. There's going to be mistakes forever. It won't be any better or any. It's pretty consistent, I think. With it, there's going to be controversy in every game because you got humans making mistakes on things that are subjective. So yeah, 
I think you well, just live with it. You, you, you have to because there's right now there's no choice, but something needs to change because there's just a lot of blown calls late. I don't like it. I think it robs a lot of teams and you hate to see. Uh, I think we now have the technology to get this stuff down quick, right, to where it's not adding, uh, you know, minutes uh, to the game. So I, I would love if they did something like that. But let's get to this uh, New Orleans Indianapolis game. I don't know if that riles them up or not, but Indianapolis is a one and a half point dog uh, at home, and uh, we've got um, we've got Minshew under center again, again who lost a really good game. Minshew hasn't won a game, has he? Mm, did he not come in against Baltimore and win? Starting. Yeah, he may not have started that game. I don't think. Was, did he? Did he? He I'll, might have started that game though. Actually, and I think it because we met. You mentioned it on our podcast talking about does he have a purple pair of of Jordans? Oh, that's right. Yeah, so he might have. He might have started but, that. Uh, but uh, regardless, um, this is a really interesting game to me. It, but for two very different, really reasons, right? They're both three and four teams. Indianapolis kind of looked better than we thought, but Richardson's done for the year, surgery. So there's really no expectation on the Colts. Like anything that happens from this point is a bonus. They're not going to make the playoffs. I don't think, you know, at least I don't think they will. I'm pretty confident in saying that. But even if they get to seven or eight wins, it's a pretty good season for them. New Orleans, on the other hand, have expectation. They're in a division that they should win with a, with a good team and a quarterback. They're paying a lot of money. This is a massive, massive game for them because if they lose this game, things will start to go south really quickly. You, you're already hearing or seeing Derek Carr look very annoyed, him going after Olave for not running on out on a ball that he threw 10 yards deep into the fucking seats. Olave getting picked up for a DUI midweek. There's oh. a lot there's a lot of negative juju with New Orleans. If they go in and lose this game, the season starts to unravel, I think, and gets away from them and quickly becomes a bit of a disaster. But if they win this weekend, everything's still okay. They're four and four, their team I have faith in. I'm not ready to jump off the New Orleans bus yet. I think that the defense is good enough to win games. I think they have the weapons. I don't know. I presume Chris Olave isn't going to play. He, he was not listed on the practice report. So that's going to be a big miss for them. But I think this is a low scoring. This is an under game. And I think they can squeak it out. The fact that it's less than three, I'm going to take New Orleans. Maybe uh, for the last time this season, though. <laughs> uh New Orleans has not been very good against the spread at all. Um, I believe they are two and five. Is that correct against the spread? Did I read that correctly? Uh, by the way, um, I'm sorry. New Orleans is worse than that. They're one, five and one. against. Yeah, the that sounds about right. Cause I feel like I pick them every week and I stink. So they're one, five and one. They have been absolutely terrible. Uh, their star wide receiver getting a Dewey. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like these kids do not learn like how lucky they are. Um, by the way, dating back to last year, New Orleans against the spread, they're three, six and one. I just feel like lately, ever since Winston like 
you know, is on that team and, and Peyton is gone. Although his name brand is tarnished. His team just feels like getting caught stealing lobsters. It's just like what they do. Uh, I, I don't know. And by the way, um, yes, Minshew does have one win. you were correct. It was the Baltimore game where I thought he came in was the Tennessee game. So he really just has one win under his belt uh, starting. Um, I think he I think he gets his second one here. And let me tell you why, because they actually have a pretty solid offense. They're averaging 25.4 points a game. That's ranked six. New Orleans offense is anemic. It's not going to get better uh, with Olave being on the sidelines. They're ranked 21th, uh, 21st, Jesus, 21st, putting up 19 points. The other thing, Indy scoring almost three touchdowns a game. That's ranked fifth. That's pretty wild. New Orleans averaging 1.7 TDs. So I think there's definitely an advantage there. They've got an advantage on the ground game. And I'm just also going to say that Indy's defense is, is pretty good, specifically against third down conversion at 36%. That's ranked eighth. That's a top 10 deal. Granted, we know New Orleans has a solid D specifically against the pass. They're ranked fourth in limiting opponent pass yards and second in opponent completion percentage. But I'm going to say this is going to be a low-scoring game. I agree with you. I think they get it down on the ground, uh, and Minshew will do enough. Give me the Colts. The Algo, this is a big, big play on the value index. The Algo has Indianapolis winning outright 25.38 to 19.71. Currently uh, on this spread, we're looking at four and a half points of value on the Colts. Well, it's actually six and a half. But it is six and a half. Yeah, Jesus, because they're getting a point and a half. Right. So, so it, it was just in there as minus one. I change it to one. So this is 6.67. Whoa. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> there you go. Some big, big time value. Uh, Pete, that'll do it for the free three. Guys, thank you so much for listening. If you want to come on and join. By the way, you can get on the Patreon and now become a fan. So you can see things. We've got the videos on there, even of the free three. And I do post some free picks specifically. Uh, all those fans of the Patreon have been seeing those free NBA model plays. So uh, come on over, even for the freebies, the mooches. We're okay with you. Uh, come in, support us, join the page. And thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you guys on the other side. Thank you so much. Cheers. Cheers.